There's a new squad forming in Washington, and the Democrats can't seem to stop fighting even with each other. The House votes on impeachment, yay. Marianne Williamson continues to be a crazy person, and Planned Parenthood believes that men can have babies. So much so that someone got fired because this isn't true. All of that and more today on The Right Wing Vegan. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Right Wing Vegan. I am Scott. And I'm Kelly. And boy, oh boy, is there a lot going on in Washington today. My freaking goodness. So much. Yeah, it, it's, it's so much. It's interesting because I always think like, what are we going to talk about this week? And I'll have like a list of kind of news items like Kelly and I will put together a list of like news items we want to talk to. And by the time we record this, that list is like gone. It's useless. Yeah, completely changed. Completely changed because so much is happening right now that I there's no way in an hour we can touch on on all of it. It's just impossible. Really, if it was possible, we need to do this every day. Every day. There's so much craziness that's happening. And unfortunately, we have full-time jobs that uh, demand a lot of our time, so... um, That's not happening. That's not happening until we can get Patreon support to to quit those jobs, and then I would definitely love to commit to that. Um, I'm going to do a little housekeeping first, so you can visit our website, rwvegan.com. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at vegan wing and you can email the show at rwvegan at gmail.com. We would love to get some of those emails. We would love to read them on air. If you have a question for us, we would be more than happy to answer that question on the air. So please go ahead and send us some emails. So I say we just jump right into it. There's so much news that um, I say we just jump into it. Sounds about right. Let's sounds, go. Sounds right. All right. So the first thing I want to talk about today is, so it's kind of interesting because, you know, as a Republican, as a, as a conservative, I'm used to being called um, a lot of names from Democrats because the thing about the left is that when you, you start to argue with them or debate them, you hit them with one or two logical facts, and then they run out of things that they can they can respond with. They panic. They panic, or they just get so emotional or so angry that they just start calling you names. And this has happened throughout my entire life, um, talking to these people, um, and it's just, I'm used to it. As a conservative, you get used to just being called a racist. You get used to being called a bigot. You get used to being called a homophobe, a sexist, a blah, 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 whatever whatever, you know, um, whoever you're victimizing with your words um, at that time. What's interesting is, though, is the Democrats have now turned on each other. And this is this is fascinating to me. Um, so Nancy Pelosi, you know, she's trying to to do the right thing uh, for her, for her party. She's she's uh, she's a, a politician with a lot of experience. She she knows what she's doing here. Um and she's trying to to stop the Democratic Party from veering so far to the left that they, they alienate um, many members of their of their caucus of their party. Um, and AOC is not having this. Uh, not she she has an agenda. She has her beliefs and her ideals, and she is not afraid to verbally attack anybody who disagrees with her, even Nancy Pelosi. So she basically called Nancy Pelosi a racist. She 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 kind of um, in an interview uh, with some idiot from the media. I don't know who she essentially said that you know i i'm not she said well she said i'm not calling her a racist wink wink and this all started on twitter i'm not going to read the tweets whatever if you want to read them go go find her twitter but um she said look whoa 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 i'm not saying she's an outright racist i'm just saying you know these these democratic congresswomen that she's calling into question we're all women of color 
And, you know, we're getting death threats and stuff. And I just want to know why she would say that. So basically what she's saying is Nancy Pelosi's saying all this stuff because we're women of color and Nancy Pelosi is a racist. So this was fantastic. I mean, I'm sitting back watching this. Pelosi's kind of hitting them. They're hitting her. It's fantastic. Just sitting there eating the popcorn. Just loving it. And then <laughs> Trump gets involved, and he probably shouldn't have. And he tweets um, he tweets something along the lines of, like, I wish all these women would go back to the country they came from, which is ridiculous because a lot of these women are from this country. Yeah, three of the four are But that's here. that's fine. That's that's whatever, okay? That's That's... All well and good. Well, this somehow, and and it's weird how these things happen. Somehow this led to um, a formation. A um, it's like the Big Bang, right? Like it just exploded, and out of that explosion, we got the Squad. Dun dun dun. The Squad. So these are four freshman congresswomen. They're all buddies. They're all friends. They all agree. They're, they're all anti-American. Um, they, they don't like white people. They, they certainly don't like white men. Um, and it is um, AOC, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, and the one that no one cares about. Um, something Presley. I, honestly, I, she's so irrelevant. Ayana? No, it's, I don't oh. think it's... I don't know what her name is. Maybe it is Ayana. To be honest, she's so irrelevant, I honestly couldn't care less what what her name is um she's literally the least popular member of this group this radical awful group she's probably equally as awful as the rest of the members but the like least important the least known member of the group she's the one that doesn't care she is the one that came out and said that if you have a black face you should fall in line with all the other black faces if you're a gay person i think she used the word queer um, if you're a queer, then you need to fall in line with all the other queers and y'all need to get onto the Democratic Party because if you don't, you, you aren't allowed to be queer or you aren't allowed to be a black face or a brown face or whatever. She did come out and say that. So yeah, which is very really interesting. Yeah. So she's definitely an awful human being and an idiot, but I, I don't care what her name is. She, who cares? So anyways, these four women, these freshman Congress women have all banded together and they formed the squad. Come into a high school gymnasium near you. Um, this is the lamest thing ever in the history of ever. This is so stupid. I don't understand. And, and now, because of this, so they've formed the squad. The media, of course, loves this. They're just eating this crap up, right? Oh, these these four young, up-and-coming Democrats. Oh, and they're all socialists, and they're all women of color, and oh yeah, we love, and they're just lapping it up, like just cat, just kitty cats, just lapping this crap up, loving this. They, every time they get to say the word the squad, they they get a tingle. They just they uh, just light up. They, they light up. You know it. They get the little goosebumps. They love saying it. The squad. This is the most exciting thing. And honestly, if you're a conservative, you're sitting over here going, "This is the lamest crap I've ever heard in my life." Yeah. Four congresswomen who have accomplished nothing. They're just loud, outspoken racists who who just and they, oh, I called them racist. Wow. Well, they are. They don't like white people. They don't like Americans. They don't like this country. They don't like you if you even think about supporting Donald Trump. Oh, and if you attack them in any way, shape, or form, whether it be their policies or something they said, you in fact are a racist and a sexist. And and that's that's what it's gonna be. They're using race as a weapon. They're weaponizing race, and the media is just going to fawn all over them and make them so popular and cool. And, uh, you know, I, I've heard, I've listened to a lot of conservative radio shows today and yesterday since, since they were dubbed, officially dubbed the squad. And uh, um, I'm a little more worried about this than they are. They, they see it as, um, as silliness, which it is. It is just silly. But what, what worries me is that they're so um, I guess I'll get into this. So they did a press conference and they um, they they basically like came out and they denounced what Trump tweeted and they like said he was colluding with Russia. And, they you know, all the same crap you hear all the time. Right. Yeah. He's a racist. He's colluding with Russia. We need to impeach him. Blah, 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 blah. These are literally the four most annoying women on the planet, by the way. You you 
that there is no way in hell you could pay me $500 to have dinner with any of these women. No, or, not happening. No, not happening. I can't even imagine who, and they'll call me a sexist for saying this, but again, I, I don't care what you call me, but um, I can't even imagine dating these women. I, I Could you imagine <laughs> being out, out for dinner and all they're talking about is how everyone at the ra- the restaurant is a racist because they're looking at them funny they're or just, they're, they're, they're saying something bullies. or whatever. They are bullies. That's They're mean girls. That's what they are. And that's where the name comes from, the squad. Yeah, it's like, welcome back to high school. We are uh, members of the cheerleading team, and we're just going to run the school and be rude to everybody. But they're really members of Congress. Yeah. And, and they, they even have a captain, too. AOC is, is the defi- squad captain. She is definitely captain. the captain. She is absolutely the captain. Ugh, but yet they're grown adults. They're grown women. Yeah. Working in government. So they had this press conference and they did this. And then um, it was kind of funny because I thought, man, you know, Trump should have never tweeted that because now that the, they've all made up that the infighting's over. Now they can all band together and attack Trump again. But no, no, no. It, it's the uh, Olympics of idiocy. So AOC says something stupid, as she always does, anytime she opens her mouth or types on her phone. And then you think, great, yes, they're they're dumb. And then Trump comes and says, hold my beer. I'm gonna I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna say something stupid. And then you're like, no, no, don't stop. What are you doing? Stop. Let them kill each other. And then, and then AOC says, whoa, 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 Donald Trump. I will one up you. So we're in this literal like tweet war where each person is one upping each other on the the amount of ridiculousness that comes out of their mouth. And 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 now again, AOC is back. Well, the whole group now because now they're one entity. But the whole group is now back to attacking Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. So, woo, whew, we dodged the bullet there. Yep. Let them eat each other. Let them, let them do whatever they want. I, I'm all for it. And this is brilliant because Trump, see, I, I okay, I thought this was all stupid, but no, it's actually brilliant. Yeah. So, so Trump knows that, that he's going to beat these four women. Yeah. Because America hates these women. Yeah. America does not agree with no, these there, women. There's polling out there that shows you that the, the, the people who you would consider blue-collar Democrats, the Democrats that Trump needs to steal, they hate these women more than poison. There, there isn't yeah. there, They hate these women more than botulism. They hate them more than, than, than anything. And uh, that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think uh, there was some poll. I, I don't have it. I should cite it. I guess if I'm going to use polls, but there there was a poll of um, blue collar, uncollege, like non college educated white Americans, mm-hmm. and, and Ilian Omar has a less than seven percent favorable rating among those people. And AOC is not much better. And I, again, the the one that no one cares about. I don't think anyone even cares to ask what people think about her. <laughs> um, so so that's fantastic. Um, that the. the the infighting is great. We need to keep this up. And Trump has made it him versus them. And honest to, to goodness, I, I don't think anybody cares about any of the the candidates for president now. No, it's almost like they don't even exist because it's just this squad war with in-house fighting and then squad against Trump. And I mean, candidates, who are they? <laughs> I don't even know at this point because we're not even talking about divide, them. Tell you what, divide the party and conquer. And that's what Trump is doing. He he smells blood in the water and he knows that these women poll terribly. And if it's them versus him, he'll, he'll go. Because what's going to happen is you're dividing the party. And if the party stays divided, then these presidential candidates are going to have to take a side. Yeah. They're going to have to decide, am I a, am I a traditional Democrat? Am I going to, and calling Nancy Pelosi a traditional Democrat, a blue collar, the, you know, the fighter of the blue collar Democrats is absolutely absurd. She is a leftist lefty. She is a, a poison for the country. Yeah. But even that poison for the country is being overshadowed by the deeper, darker, more harmful poison of the country. That yes. is these four women. These extremely progressive out there in outer space women these yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, and they're just and they're just dividing the party so much that it's it's ridiculous it's like you almost have you almost have to have the democratic party split into two different oh wouldn't it be beautiful if that happened yeah because it's like it's just crazy like the democratic party does not see eye to eye on anything right now like they don't meanwhile trump's just putting his feet up Saying, you just want to hand me 2020? Is that is that what's going no, just, on? Just kicking back. Gosh. I wasn't one of those people that thought Trump had this in the bag. But the more that the, these these 
crazies come out and just say this crazy stuff. I, I it's just amazing to me. It's yeah, amazing. I mean, but then at the same time, we still have a year and three months until we know what's going to happen. And they they could there is a potential they could tone it down within no, the future. But it's only going to get worse. I know, I know. But you never the more know. power that these four congresswomen, freshman congresswomen, by the way, who have accomplished nothing. The Green New Deal, they're ridiculous. Just, babe, just babies. They're just whiny babies. But listen, these whiny babies, the more support that they get, the more the media gets behind. You know the Democratic Party and the media are in bed with each other. And not only are they in bed with each other, but they're shells of each other. If the Democrats see the AOC and Tlaib and Omar and who the one no one cares about, if they get all this media coverage and they start getting really popular... What? It's Presley is her last it name. It is Presley. Ayanna Presley. It is. It is. I, Ayanna, ah, I whatever. It. Who cares? The one no one cares about. They they honestly, the Democrats might fall in line with these women. Yeah, I mean, they might. I. It's, it's so amazing. I cannot wait to see where this goes. And I honestly, I, I just, I, I'm a little afraid that young people, um, okay, you did confirm it yeah. is Ayanna Presley. Yes. Um. Okay, uh, where's that picture from? Because it looks like an album, like a. I don't know. It says she's forty-five years old. She does not look like she's forty-five she looks, years old. She looks old. good for her age. She acts very young, <laughs> very immature for forty-five years old. Well, whatever. Anyways, so these these uh, these four women are taking over the Democratic Party, and watch out because if you say anything about them, you're a racist. I'm a racist right now, probably because I'm I'm criticizing them. So watch out, world, because the squad's coming for you and. Um, if you look, I'm not going to talk about how terrible all of these women are. They're all terrible. Um, you can, you can Google that. Just, just Google each one of these women's name and you'll see idiocy. You'll just see outright just ridiculousness and anti-Americanism and, and all kinds of things, especially Omar. She's the worst of the worst. AOC's the leader and she's the, she's, I don't know if she's the dumbest one. She's, she's the leader. Okay. But Omar is the, the worst person ever like to ever be a politician probably in the United States. I, I she's terrible. And uh these are awful people. Um Talib just spouts off cuss words. She has no, you know, whatever. Just whatever. I'm not even going to dignify it. So just google them and you'll see Omar the the terrorist sympathizer and AOC the the ringleader. Whatever. Just google them. Yeah, just one thing before we move on to the next topic here. I just wanted to correct one thing that you had mentioned. You said something about oh. how, um, Il, what is it, Omar had made the comment about the no more, we don't need any more brown faces, we don't need any more I think Hispanics. I said Presley said that. I, I thought you said Omar said that, but if not, Presley yeah. is the one that said that. Omar, was, Omar said that she supports Al-Qaeda, and then when was asked if she would denounce those statements, refused to answer. Um, all four of these women refused to denounce the attacks that happened on an ICE facility um, over the weekend. They all refused to comment on it um, because they don't denounce it. They actually support Antifa, and they support those types of behavior. Um so, so none of them would denounce it. And I think this is all very important and, and the media won't cover it, but it's very important things to know. It's very important to also to take this and correlate it with how Donald Trump would be treated in the same situation. Because if some white supremacist decided to drive his car into a black church or whatever white supremacists do, whatever terrible things they do, um, if the president said, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm, or just stayed silent on it, man, they'd be all after Oh, him. yeah, they'd be eating him they'd alive. They'd vote for impeachment again. Yeah. So, anyways, and we're also, I don't think we're going to talk about Congress today voting to, uh, or whatever, condemn the president. Who cares? Who cares about Congress anymore, anyways? What, what do they do? What, what, I don't know. Who cares? They cause a ruckus. They did do something today, though, Kelly. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, the House voted and killed the motion for impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. Yeah. They did. So the House voted 332 votes to 95 votes to kill the first articles for impeachment brought forward by this new Democratic Party. Because these new new uh, uh, babies in the Congress are the ones that are pushing for this. And they voted it down. And what this does is this really shows that there's a further deepening divide between Democrats on this issue. Well, really, it's more of a witch hunt. But this issue of impeachment 
And it shows that the majority of House Democrats and Republicans are for tabling this motion. Like, they don't agree with it. And you have, like, this small group of Democrats that are pushing for it. But really, the majority of those Democrats are like, no, just leave it alone. Don't have anything to do with it. And interestingly enough on this, too, Nancy Pelosi, in the upcoming or previous weeks to this, has actually tried to quash this from from happening. And they're like, nope, not having it. They weren't listening to Nancy Pelosi. They're just continuing this divide. It's it's foolish. It's a foolish witch hunt, and um, there's no benefit to doing it. Uh, No. The only thing it does is... uh, Waste time. It's a time waste. um, And I just think, you know... Doing it this close to to an election, um, it's just foolish, and she knows that, and that's why she tried to, to to quash it. Because again, she's trying to to keep them from appearing to be as radical as they are, and this type of stuff is radical. This is this is radical. Yeah, you're impeaching the president because of what? Because yeah. you don't like him. Because yeah. you 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 don't like him, and you feel that he's a racist because you think everyone's a racist because you in fact are a racist. And you, you just said so that's that's how you feel, and and you can't just impeach the president on feelings. This is not something we should be taking lightly. Impeachment is very serious, um, and it's something that should be taken very seriously. And it just goes to show you how ridiculous this Congress is, and um, why we can't take them seriously. No, yeah, no one does. you really can't. No one does. You can't. And then, like, poor Nancy's up there trying to hold everything together and... Well, I'm not going to say poor no, Nancy. No, I know. But, like, in terms of, of her party, what yeah. she's trying to do, like, she's losing it. Good. But, but she did win this battle because, I mean, it did get tabled and... But it went to a know, vote. It did go to a vote. And it now, did go to a and vote. And now you have 95 of the most radical Democrats who voted yay... Yeah, and I, I can't wait to see that list. And uh, yeah, who's on that list? Well, we know four people who yeah. are on that list, but I can't wait to see that list. And um, these presidential candidates, I, I guarantee a lot of them are on the list. So um, actually, are any any of the president are any of the candidates for president on Congress? I should know this. No, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Senator Cory Booker, huh? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't, there's so many of them. I'm have sure to look one it of up. Them is, but. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So, I want to talk about another crazy person, since we just hit on the the candidates who are running for the Democratic Party. Um, I want to hit on Marianne Williamson, who at an event uh, over the weekend, I think it was over the weekend, it was either earlier this week or over the weekend, or whenever. At some point. Um, At some point very recently within the last couple weeks. It was an event that Alyssa Milano, I believe, attended. Who is Alyssa, Alyssa Milano? I don't know. Some, I know. <laughs> some actress on Twitter who can't shut her mouth. She was on Charmed. Yeah, she's on Charmed. Who watched it? Okay, the four- uh, I did. Yeah, the 14 people who watched Charmed no. are really concerned about what Alyssa Milano, who I believe she was on Growing Pains or one of those shows too- um, I, everyone's concerned about her thoughts and feelings. Oh on yeah, Twitter. I mean, I could some, care less some, about her thoughts and feelings. Yeah, but D minus leveled celebrity who I, I did enjoy watching her in Charmed. Yeah, so. in 2003, I'm sure everyone <laughs> enjoyed know. watching her on Charmed. But this is 2019, and I don't think she's done anything of importance since. Well, she's uh, been on Project Runway. <laughs> Again, I don't think she's done anything no, of know. importance since. I know. So, good for her. What channel is Project Runway even on? It, I think it, it used to be Bravo. You I don't can't know even if it tell still me. is. You can't I even don't tell know. me. Exactly. Lifetime? <laughs> I don't think it's on Lifetime, but maybe. I'll, I'll, um, I'll Google if little people did it, it'd be on TLC. So, I, uh, so here's the thing. Um, at her rallies, it's, and she may be doing this at every single one, because it seems like she's been doing this since since 2016 at yeah, least. Yeah, that's a video clip I found. Um, she's basically, she's she's having all the white people in the room circle around. This is just so weird anyways. This is just such a cultish, we, okay, it still is on Bravo. Kelly yeah. just confirmed. <laughs> this is such a weird cultish thing to do anyways. This is, how creepy is this? She's having all of her, all the white people in the audience, um, she wants them to gather around the black people in the audience and then they, they put their hands on them. They put their hands on the black people and they, they, they say this weird chant, this like, um, we apologize, blah, 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 you know, whatever. 
they, they basically apologize to these people on behalf of the country, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. And it's it's absolutely the weirdest, most ridiculous, crazy thing I've ever seen at a political rally. This is more of like a cult. It's more of like a weird uh, cult. It's just absolutely strange. And I got to tell you, if I was one of the black people at these rallies, I'd be creeped out. And all these white people are just gathering around me, putting their hands on me. I'd be so freaked out. You wouldn't even be able to. It just it would freak me out, man. You got to remember though, she is a spiritual guru. Okay. Peace and Absol- love. Absolutely. And, and in fact, like this weird chanty thing that she has them recite is actually a poem that she wrote. Yeah. So she's okay. not, she's reciting this poem over and over and over again. Yeah. Well, I got a poem for these people. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's absolutely absurd. This is the world we live in, guys. This, this is the world that we live in. This isn't like, you know, you watch weird freak shows sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you watch shows and it's just like people do outlandish things on TV. Yeah. Shows, right? Like uh, what was the show? Um, trading spouses. And they would have, or wife swap. Wife or whatever. swap or whatever. They would have like one extreme and then they'd have another extreme and then they would swap them but they were always like the opposite of the extremes oh yeah okay and you would always see these people and you're just like who the hell are these people walking around on earth acting like this yeah these people are who's running for president for the united states of america they're these people yeah. they're the people who you would watch on wife swap and you would go that's a crazy person and you know what i mean it's, yeah it's, it's just fascinating no, no to me. normal person how is it that we are at the level of society that we're at that these are our candidates for president of the united states it's a sad state of affairs I, is I, what it is. I, I'm, I'm blown away that these people even function in daily society but not only do these people function they are now thriving in daily society and it's just it's fascinating like i just can't believe it um but but that's it that's that's the world we live in so if you are a white person and you go to a marianne williamson um event expect to be apologizing to every black person in the crowd and if you are a black person i would stay the hell out of those events because a bunch of white people are going to be putting their dirty hands on you so it's just gross and weird and absolutely absurd and this lady's She's not doing the worst out of everybody. No, and she's so nuts. But why I brought up Alyssa Milano was she tweeted something about going to one of these events. And then she also made sure to tell everybody that she is not officially endorsing Marianne Williamson. But, you know, she went to these events. And that got me thinking, who in the blue hell cares who Alyssa Milano is endorsing for president? Why does she even get to endorse someone? Yeah, why in the world do celebrities have a vote in that? Well, it's because they're all, you know... Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, they are on one TV show and they get to decide what the country does? The fact that she feels that she is important enough to endorse someone for president of the United States and that people are actually going to go... Oh my gosh, Alyssa Milano, who was in uh, what Charmed on the the CW or WB network in two thousand and three. Yeah. Oh man, I Alyssa Milano votes for Marianne Williamson, so I better go vote for Marianne Williamson. If there's a vapid person who's walking around and and thinking that is legitimately thinking that, I hope those person's loved ones have called to get them counseling and help because that person is tragic and sad yeah Alyssa milano yeah have you know i guarantee that that at least 60 60 percent if not 70 percent of the people who will listen to this have no idea who the hell i'm talking about right now um it kind of depends i mean i I don't i know exactly who she is and for me to know an actress is significant but you only know her because you watch charmed yeah that would be like me saying project runway okay that would be like me saying oh seth rollins says this 70 percent of the people who are listening to this have no idea who the hell seth rollins okay fair enough but i know who he is but but half the people you know they don't they don't know i know i know and that's what i'm saying Alyssa milano well i I, i'm not endorsing anybody as if anybody cares what you're doing yeah like let me let me hear from the fraternal order of police and from the military and from this like i want to know who not some some actress who isn't who's on project runway a show that we couldn't even tell you what network was on (laughs) yeah give me a break and and just 
I, you know what? My endorsement should matter as much as uh, Alyssa Milano. I'm about as famous as Melissa M- Milano. I was on the news once. Yeah. I feel like that's uh, equally as famous as she was. Yeah. How many I... people watch Charmed? Probably 100,000 people a week. Probably. Like, Give me a break. I bet more people watch that episode of Channel 6 News I was on than Charmed. Hey, and I've been in the news and had my paper or my picture in the paper well, a couple then times. Well, you're just as famous as Alyssa Milano. So Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We have that to live our lives on. Anyways, talk about Planned Parenthood because this is hilarious. This is another taste of where we're at. It's it's just sad is what it is. But Planned Parenthood, their CEO and their president, Dr. Lena, Leanne, Lena? Who cares? I don't know how you say it. When she was ousted and fired from Planned Parenthood after a secret meeting was conducted without her. Secret meetings. Secret meeting where she wasn't invited. We know they love doing things in secret. Yes, hush, hush. Yeah. Yeah, but they they cited philosophical differences as Mm. the reason for why she got terminated. That's interesting because you have to be a pretty awful person to, to even work at Planned Parenthood. Yeah. But when you are in charge of Planned Parenthood, you have to be at like a, an extra level yeah. of awfulness because, you know, you're, you're basically delegating the murder of, 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 of hundreds of thousands babies. of children's every year. Children's. Those children's <laughs> hundreds of thousands of babies every year. Yeah. So you're an awful person just to begin with. So I don't sympathize with this woman. I'm glad her, her butt is out on the curb. But. What is philosoph- Kelly, why don't you tell us a little more about what these philosophical differences are? So she refused huh. to use the term trans-inclusive. Oh! In, cor- in, in accordance with uh, a Planned Parenthood policies and procedures. Like documents that said women, they wanted to change it to say people. Very interesting. Because apparently, I don't understand how this happens, but apparently... A trans, was a trans woman, so a man who becomes a woman. A man pretending to be a woman. Yes. Can have a baby. Wait a second. Yes. Now, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Obviously, Dr. Wynn is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wynn. W-E-N. Doctor. Okay, so Dr. Wynn is a, is, a, is a doctor. Yeah. Um, But I think... I think there is a biological difference between a man and a woman. Just a slight one. Isn't it called the Y chromosome? Yeah. That's what that's what separates us. Interesting. You know, the whole reproductive I, system. I also, yeah, yeah, those reproductive organs. So when you have a surgery, the trans surgery, whatever, when they lock Gender reassignment off, surgery. <laughs> when you have the gender reassignment surgery... Um, do they shove organs inside your body that allow you to, to have babies? Nope. So, not what, at you, all. so what you're telling me is that men still can't have babies in 2019. Yep. Wow. It's 2019. Yeah. You know, in the woke world, I would have assumed we would have figured out a way for I a mean, man to have a baby. I mean, apparently Planned Parenthood thinks the same thing. Yeah. There's a definition for man. I believe it is that. You have a Y chromosome and you have male organs you have male reproductive organs that's what makes you a male yeah huh interesting and then in addition to this so dr Wen was against planned parenthood's willingness to give biological men plan b which is the uh day after pill wait a second yeah hold on time out i need to take a second you're telling me that there are men who are being prescribed Plan B. This is happening. This is a real thing yeah, that is by, happening. Yeah, by Planned Parenthood. Why? I Because apparently men can get pregnant. That's not... That's, that's not scientifically No, it's not. Feasible. And in fact, giving them Plan B can be deadly to these men if they are given Plan B. I don't know what's in Plan B, but I, I'm assuming... It it basically... Some sort of it's, hormone blocker or something? I don't... It prevents pregnancy. So if you take it within... I know what it is. I know, I just, but if I you don't... take it within a certain time period, no yeah, baby or whatever. I know what it is. But the, the whatever is inside Plan B can have these terrible side effects. It can cause fer- it can cause infertility in men, a loss of libido, erectile dysfunction, and can even be deadly to men if they're given plan B. 
I don't understand. I don't understand why if you're a man you would want plan B. That's what I'm having a hard time getting well, at. Well, it's here. because if you're if you're this man who now believes that they are a woman. Okay. Uh, there's a potential, I mean, after what? intercourse, uh, I, I could get no, pregnant, no, you know? No, no, I mean, no, that, that no, that's what no, they're thinking. No. There is no level of delusion that would make a male pretending to be a female think that he can actually get... that. It, it's delusion. It can't be real. I mean, it, can't it is. It can't be real. For some reason... Democrats, liberals, right. everyone out there on the far left seems to believe that transgender women can get pregnant despite genetics. It's genetics. I don't think they understand science. No. I mean, to them, science isn't an issue. It's not about the it's science. It's all global warming. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing they love science for is know, when they're talking yeah. about global warming. But well, I, when it comes to these gender issues, science is out the window. They don't even, don't even care about They don't want to know about the science. It's all about what they feel they are. So if they feel that they're a woman, they're a woman, regardless of their genetics. This is a this is incredible uh, to me. This is incredible. Um, this is like the equivalent of. Th- actually, this is way worse than that. You know how like sometimes when kids are playing, you pretend like what they're, like if a kid is like on his bike like me and my friends when i was a little kid we used to ride our bikes and we would pretend like our bikes were x-wings and we were we were pilots you know we were luke skywalker and we were pilots and sometimes our parents would like bump into us while we were playing and they would go along with it you know they'd say oh you know luke bring your x-wing in you know stuff like that or whatever put your lightsaber away which you know now if you say that to a kid you'd probably get sexual harassment (laughs) but it's um uh that that's just you know that's what they did because that's what parents do because kids you know they live in a fantasy land this is the equivalent of that isn't it this is um society uh taking people who have a mental illness and just playing along yeah we're just playing along oh you want to be a woman okay we'll just play along and everybody treat gary like Jezebel or no (laughs) everyone treat Gary like Giselle because that's that's what that's what Gary wants to be he wants to be known as Giselle from here on out so everybody better call Gary Giselle because if you don't you're a sexist or what I don't even know what it is but transphobic transphobic yeah if you don't don't accept it you're a terrible person you're probably a racist too I mean he's probably you know Gary's white but somehow some way you're definitely a racist because you don't support him that's that's amazing that that's um we could do a whole hour on on that on the level of just just man you know and what's crazy is you and i are sitting here and we're talking about this and people would call us like controversial people would say that the things that we're saying right now are radical that's to me that's that's not we shouldn't live in a world that that does this this is not how the world should operate if, no i mean you can't live in a world that's made of make believe and can't. sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and all of that I stuff. Like reality is reality. It is. There's no way to get around it. You can no. pretend all you want, but at the end of the day, biologically, you're a dude. Yeah, I mean, put on all the makeup you want, wear the wig, get the surgery. You are still a dude, a guy. And like, if I, if I, if I like, okay, what if I wanted to play pretend? What if I wanted to go outside and I wanted to be a, a lion? And I said, you know what? Listen, from here on out, I'm a lion. And I, I'm going to paint my face and I'm going to... Like, that, there was somebody who did this. But I'm going to paint my face and I'm going to I'm gonna go get a bunch of surgeries and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look like a lion and I'm going to purr like a lion. And because I'm a lion, I want to be able to walk around naked because I'm a lion. I'm not a human. The human law does not apply to me. I want to walk around naked. And that would be like, we're, we're not far from society going, okay, yeah, this man's a, this, I'm sorry, this person is not a person. This is a lion. And if we don't treat this, this lion, like a lion, like a lion, then that's, you're a, some, you're a lionist or something. <laughs> you're an anti-lionist. Yeah. I mean, we're that far away. You know, it was funny because like when gay marriage in 20, in 2004, when there was big arguments about gay marriage, probably a little bit before, one of the biggest arguments that people had against gay marriage was, well, you know, if we allow gays to marry, then we're essentially stepping one step closer to allowing people to marry their pets and marry their chairs 
Because people will argue the same things that they argue for gay marriage. Love is love. Yep. And if I love my chair, that's love. I'm allowed to love my chair. I yeah. should be able to, to marry them. And so people were offended because they thought, well, this is damaging the institution for marriage. If 2019 doesn't prove those people right, yeah. I don't know what the heck will. Yeah. We really are there. Yeah. We're there. People can be whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. And some people will be like, yeah, that's a good thing. But it's not. It's not a good thing. Because it's just the devolution of society. It's just we're, we're devolving. Yeah. We're just regressing at a very rapid pace. I, I just find that all kinds of concerned that physicians, because these are doctors that work at Planned Parenthood, or at least I think they are. I, they can what, prescribe medicine. From what I was reading, there aren't a lot. Like, you will see, like, a nurse practitioner while you're there, but you okay. only see a doctor if you're having an abortion. So, I mean, you can go in and get, get medication and pills and, and contraceptives and all of that, and it's given to you by a nurse. It's not given to you by a doctor, because nurses can write scripts, too. Okay. I mean, it gets approved, but... Well, Plan B, you can buy over the counter, right? And, you know, I don't I don't know how that works. I know you have to go to a... I'm pretty sure you have to go to a pharmacy to get it. Uh, I don't think you can get it over the counter unless they've changed that, but... Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, apparently uh, genetics does not matter anymore. We're, we're at that point. We're at that point now where your your biology is wrong. Biology is a lie. Yeah. It's a lie. And <laughs> I'm just fascinated by all of this. Um, so we were going to come into this episode and we were going to begin our deep dive into uh, Democratic political candidates. And I believe we're still going to do it. But I really, I really want to say we said we were going to do Cory Booker today. So we're going to do Cory Booker today. But Cory Booker doesn't have a snowball's chance in hell of being the nominee for the Democratic Party. Yeah, he's kind of boring. <laughs> he's boring. <laughs> he, we do share our dietary choices with Cory Booker. So um, very happy to uh, uh, have a fellow soy boy, uh, Cory Booker. Soy boy. Who, I don't like uh, that term. Who's, who's out there repping. Rep those soy boys, Cory. I, I appreciate you. Um, but uh, you don't have a chance. So we're, we're going to be covering him anyways because we said we would. But there's really only at this point maybe four candidates who have a chance. Um, of being the nominee, and I would say that is uh, uh, Sleepy Joe Biden. I would say that is uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, Ka- Kamala Harris, and um, who's the oh Bernie? <laughs> who's the other one? Oh Bernie, that's right. You forget about him because he's fallen. It's like somebody rubbed butter all over a slide and pushed old Bernie down it because he has fallen fast down those poles. Poor Bernie. He created all this nonsense and craziness. He made all this craziness to nonsense uh <laughs> kelly's showing me I what just, uh, i am sorry i just um looked up the urban dictionary definition of soy boy yeah it says the origin of the term derives from the negative effects Don't soy consumption bad. has been proven to have on the male physique and libido okay i disagree <laughs> there's says, plenty of studies that say that that's that's yeah, wrong but it says that Average soy boy is a feminist, non-athletic, and has never been in a fight. Will probably marry the first girl he has relations with, and will likely reduce all of his arguments to labeling the opposition as Nazis. So you might want to uh, not refer to yourself as a soy boy. Huh? Well, I'm none, I, I am none of those. None things. of those. You're not a feminist. You're definitely athletic. You work out like two hours a night. Yes. Yeah. You've you've been in fights when you were younger. I have. Um, I did not marry the first girl I had relations with. Nope, not not at all. Uh, and I uh, don't call people Nazis. No. Okay. So you may not want to use that term But anymore. I still think the term might stand for Cory Booker. It does. It does apply to Cory Booker. I can't say that Cory Booker is athletic. I don't know. I don't know. He's definitely a feminist. Yeah. He identifies as a feminist. Um, I don't know that he's ever been in a fight. He doesn't look like someone who's ever been in a fight. I doubt he's ever won a fight. Um, for all I know... Maybe the other one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, he definitely calls people Nazis. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't know. If he's uh, I mean, he might. Term. I'm he's sure. He's people racist. Yeah. So anyways, we'll talk about Cory Booker. But I think next week we're going to continue the series. But we're going to focus ourselves in on the four candidates that really have a, ch- a chance here. Um, I think next week we will go ahead and we will tackle the bear that is Joe Biden. Oh, poor sleepy Joe. Mr. Joe Biden, who challenged Donald Trump this week. Uh, to a race and a push-up challenge 
Uh, he, I he, forgot he, about he, that. He did, didn't you? He yeah, basically you did. said, so they asked him, they said, what do you feel about Trump calling you Sleepy Joe? And he said, come on, man. I was like, come on, man. You know, he said, uh, if, if I was debating Trump, this is our exact quote, but if I was debating Trump and he said something like that to me, I'd say, come on down, brother. Let's do some push-ups right now. And so my hope is, is that this actually happens because you know if this did happen, Donald Trump is not turning down a physical challenge from Joe Biden. And no. what we might get is two men in their 70s uh, doing push-ups on a debate stage. Challenge him to a push-up contest. If that ever happens, um, that would be the, the uh, best thing ever. And I would definitely bet on who would win that. Honestly, Joe Biden would probably win because I don't know that Trump is a very athletic person. But... Uh, man, I'd love to see it. That's for sure. Yeah, that would make for some really interesting TV. A little healthy, friendly competition. Yeah, so Joe Biden's been a politician for about 175 years. So we're going to have a lot of stuff to go over next week if we cover Joe. Okay, uh, yeah, let's do that. But I think we that. should because there's a lot of controversy uh, around Joe. Um, particularly with some dealings with China that his son had. And maybe some ties there that might be un, um, unpresidential. Um, unpresidential like um, he also lied in in 2012 i believe it was 2012 about obamacare um, promising that people would be able to have uh keep their doctors which was a lie he's telling the same lie now by the way yes he is um with obamacare 2.0 but we'll get into that next week right now we're going to talk about old soy boy cory Bro- cory booker um mr vegan so one thing that i found interesting about cory booker that i did not know is that he is currently dating the mm-hmm. actress Rosario Dawson. Oh, I have oh. no idea who so, that is. So, well, actually, I'd say she's a lot more famous than Alyssa Milano. Well, so, Rosario Dawson, okay. Um, Wait, I'm was not, she on Dawson's Creek? No. She's, <laughs> I think she was in Daredevil, though. Um, so, the TV show. Not the awful Ben Affleck movie, but the TV show. Um Anyway, so I'm not surprised because here's the thing. The left, the, the media or the, um, the elitists in Hollywood who don't know how much a gallon of milk costs, but we'll talk about how, um, what benefits the underlings of society to them um, constantly because they know what's best for everybody, even though they have no idea how much anything costs or they, they don't have to want for anything in their lives that, except Alyssa Milano because I'm sure she's looking for work right now. But... Um, you know, they love the left so much that I'm not surprised celebrities are starting to date politicians. She probably brags about it with her friends. She's probably out to dinner with some of her other B-list actor friends, and she's probably like, guys, I'm dating Senator Cory Booker. The Ever. next president? The, uh, the next president, even though he's polling at below 1%. I'm going to be in Have the White House soon. Have you heard of him? Um, so, yeah, that's good for him. I didn't know that, so I just thought that was interesting to bring up. Um, Cory Booker definitely supports a federal tax increase, by the way, in case you were wondering. That's something he's a big proponent with. Yeah, not, not a big surprise. Um, what Cory Booker is uh, going to run into, uh, just looking into some of his campaign finances, he gets a lot of money from lawyers and law firms, which I don't think is rare. I think a lot of politicians get money from lawyers and law firms. I also think lobbyists are, are lumped into that category. So I imagine that the majority of politicians get a lot of money from lobbyists and lobby groups. So I'm not surprised. Uh, but lawyers and law firms give him the most money. And securities and investment firms follow up. That's probably not rare either. Um, and obviously because he's a Democrat, the entertainment industry funds a lot of his campaign. But what, what's going to cause Cory Booker trouble if he even lasts another month in this, in this race is his connections with Big Pharma. So many, so Big Pharma is kind of a, a, a big villain right now, right? Because the Democrats are blaming Big Pharma for why part of why healthcare is so expensive in this country. But they're also, you know, we're, we're kind of in a giant opioid crisis right now. And a lot of that is because of Big Pharma. You know, um, some things have been released. A lot of Big Pharma companies are under lawsuits right now. Um, some are even getting uh, charged criminally. Um, because of their their handling of opioids and they're pushing them on the American people and um, you're probably going to see a lot of doctors fall from this as well. I mean, yeah, you already probably. kind of are, but just um, you know, they knew that these pills were addictive and they pushed them on 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 people anyways. And they, there there are memos of them like um, 
celebrating that basically that people are getting addicted to this stuff it's ruining a lot of people's lives it's terrible it's very reminiscent of tobacco companies yeah um but any which is interesting because i'm i bet if you do some research there are some tobacco companies who, who are in big pharma but anyways who are kind of bought into that um they might have the same parent company i don't know that i'm not making any but i just i wouldn't be surprised if they're connected somehow but anyways many of the biggest largest pharma companies okay the pharmaceutical companies have headquarters in new jersey which is where booker's from so it explains why they oh, donate so much money to his campaign the, the dots have been connected there yes and uh i i think he's gonna run into a lot of trouble uh bernie sanders today came out saying basically i'm not taking a dime from big pharma yeah and i think joe biden may have said the same thing or said he would look at but anyways kamala harris has also taken a lot of money from big pharma so these guys are in a bit of a pickle because they're getting a lot of money from from these companies. Yeah. So now what do you do? Do you come out and you denounce that and say, you know what, I'm giving all this money back. I don't want any of it. But then it's like, why'd you take it in the first place? You yeah. knew. You knew. I always hate when politicians do that. It's like um, something comes out in the media and then they come out and they say, oh, I didn't know. I'm 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 denouncing them and I'm giving all the money back. Well, you took the money in the first place and you damn well did know because it's not like it's a big secret. Yeah, I mean, they, they see those dollar signs. They're like, hmm, give me, give me. Yeah, so it's interesting to me because Cory Booker's out there pushing Medicare for all and all that stuff. And, it's it's and a contradiction it, here, isn't it? Is it is kind of, isn't it? Because these big pharma companies are in bed with him and I, I'd, I'd be surprised, you know, what his true thoughts are or what... he may He may think that he wants that, but then, you know, when... When these donors come to his door and say, "Hey, Corey, listen, I gave you a lot of money, brother, and, and you're you're screwing us here," you know. Yeah. We see that a lot with politicians. They have big giant dreams, and they get into office, and the lobbyists get them, and then it's uh, you know, they they, they do a lot of the same things. Yeah. He supports restrictions on firearms, which shouldn't be a surprise. Um, he receives a lot of money from PAC groups, which should also not be a surprise. That's again, just a lot of politicians do that. He's been a member of the Senate since 2013. He co-sponsored a bill with Bernie Sanders, Medicare for All, single-payer health care, which, again, just very surprising. Um, and he's also a large advocate of loosening the government's law on marijuana. Oh. So, soy boy loves himself some weed. What a stereotype. Yeah. Anyways, so that's all we... I mean, I there's really nothing else to say about Corey. No, yeah, he's kind of a... Uh, yeah. I just, he's just... He's just there. Yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about... One more candidate before we wrap this up. Oh, who's this one? That's Beto O'Rourke. Oh, I do not have anything prepared on him. I only want to talk about little Beto um, because I just, I I thought of an interesting and funny story. So uh, Beto O'Rourke ran in Texas against Ted Cruz. Texas? Texas. I didn't say Texas. (laughs) Texas against uh, Ted Cruz and everybody thought oh Beto's got a chance Beto's got a chance he's making all this money he's raising all this money because what happened was um, a lot of people outside of Texas were giving Beto money they were they were funneling money oh, into okay, Texas yeah. so that he could beat Ted yeah um, but anyways there's a guy at my work who is very confused about my political leanings he, he seems to think that I'm I'm a liberal which is hilarious yeah, it's really I, funny <laughs> I have a giant Trump bumper sticker on my car but he seems to think that I'm I'm, I'm a liberal so a lot of mornings he'll come over to my desk and He'll sit down and he'll kind of spout off all the same liberal BS that I hear all the time. And I just kind of nod my head because I don't really want to get into it at work. It's not really a place yeah, to have a political don't fight. It, yeah, not to engage. just like, yeah, you know, but in my head I'm thinking, dude, I don't agree with you at all. You know, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. But man, I, a couple years ago or a year ago or whenever it was, he was talking to me about Beto O'Rourke. And he was like, Beto O'Rourke is like the next big thing in the Democratic Party. And everybody loves him. He's this really cool skateboarder dude. And he's just a guy everybody would want to have a beer with. And the funny thing is, is Beto is tracking at like less than 1%. He's like doing terrible right now. I just, I just want to bring that up because I just think it's funny. In my personal life, I had this guy two years ago telling me about how well Beto O'Rourke would do in a presidential election. And Beto is literally doing about as – he's going over about as well as a wet fart. <laughs> that's what he's doing that's what he's doing oh my god so there you go that's my funny Beto O'Rourke story we will not be doing one of these on Beto O'Rourke because no one cares yeah. I also did want to talk about the Epstein stuff the deep state controversy that's going on there so I, I don't know if you guys have heard about this um, at all okay but the whole Epstein case is a big thing he's a billionaire 
and he has all these ties to people, especially the Clintons. It's very complex. Um, it's Confusing. very complex. But what makes it interesting, okay, again, he has all these ties with the Clintons, okay? It's important to note that Bill is a good friend of his. Hillary's a good good friend. She went to, uh, what is it, rapist? No, it's called... Um, what? There's a name for his island. Oh, Orgy Island. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> So, anyways, uh, Bill and Hillary were to Orgy Island. I don't want to think about what Hillary was doing there. But, um, anyway, so they go, they went there a couple times anyway. So, he's really tied with the Clintons, okay? What's important to note is right now he's been charged with, uh, I, I don't know, some sort of sex crimes um, against uh, underage women. Um, what's important to note about this is that the individual who is prosecuting him is the daughter of Jim Comey. Oh. Okay. And Jim Comey obviously tried to give the, the, uh, you know, tried to, to, was, was part of this whole Trump collusion thing. Right. Um, the prosecuting attorney was, uh, Ocasta who, who stepped down from his position, um, just recently, but he was given that deal and he, he always kind of, cause, cause again, this, this got brought up a long time ago. Um, I don't ever remember. He was charged with it a long time ago, but then he got off. He got kind of a sweetheart deal. And the reason he got that deal was because, you know, they said they didn't have enough to to get him. Yeah. But it turns out he actually was an informant for the FBI. Oh. He was an informant for Robert Mueller, who happens to be the one who is investigating Donald Trump. Robert Mueller, who was appointed by Bill Clinton. I mean, this just gets more complicated. Now, okay, the judge. The judge, whose name escapes me, because again, I didn't do any research on it. Like, I didn't look up any of this stuff to really. I just, I, I kind of have been looking this up. Anyways, the judge that's assigned to the case is also a Clinton appointee. So what? all of this stuff, this guy who's friends with Bill Clinton and tied to Bill Clinton has all these other people who are tied to Bill Clinton who are in charge of of, of prosecuting, prosecuting him. Yeah, it putting sounds, him behind bars. Sounds like a conflict of interest. It certainly does. So this is the deep state cover up. This is, you know, the Clintons taking care of their own once again. Um, if he has dirt on the Clintons, I'd be afraid if I were Jeffrey Epstein because I'd be afraid that they're going to have me killed because they, they, there's some evidence that maybe they like to do that with people who uh, yeah. who speak out against them. Yeah. So that's Better just be that's, that's just an interesting tidbit I wanted to put out there for everybody. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about uh, was brought up. Uh, by a listener of the show and before i talk about it i want to pull this up here i don't think i'll play the clip uh because i just don't um i don't don't want to do that but there was um so this former head of ice uh, okay has been testifying in front of uh congressional committees um, because, you know, ICE is, uh, according to the left, ICE is off, awful, ICE is terrible, ICE is blah, 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 you know. Um, so, so essentially what's happening is uh, these congressional committees, these, these are these fantastic congressional committees who, who are, um, you know, whatever, they're, they're so valuable. Uh, again, Congress idiots. Um, really no faith in them whatsoever. Anyways, Thomas Homan is his name. And uh, Thomas Homan is being questioned. And um, it's interesting because uh, uh, this, this congressman who's on this committee, um, I, I think his name is Garcia. I think the congressman was Garcia. Yeah, Garcia. Yeah. Uh, basically, he asked Mr. Homan, he said, um, he, he essentially said, like, do you, do you know uh, what happens? Uh, do you not care that these children, you're putting these children? Because, again, apparently they're putting children in cages, which has not been confirmed. There's no evidence that that is, in fact, the case. Anyways, uh, do you care that these, these children are getting separated from their parents and getting put in cages? Um, you know, th- are you doing that because these children don't look like you? Basically calling this guy a racist. Once again, everyone's a racist who doesn't agree. Um, but Holman just let this dude have it. Basically saying, listen, I've served my country for 34 years. I've held kids in my arm. I've said prayers for deceased children. I, I, I love my country and I love children. And, uh, you know, what's interesting to me is that, and what I took from this, what I wanted to talk about with this, is that, again, of course, this guy's a, a racist because everyone is. But... These are these. This guy has served his country. When you when you work for ICE, you are serving your country. Yeah, you're a member of law enforcement. You're protecting us. And this poor guy has to go in front of this congressional committee with members who who would have never volunteered to to serve the country, who 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 you know they don't 
they don't have patriotism. They don't feel that way. And these people are just attacking this guy, calling him a racist, doing all this stuff. And you know what's the, the funniest, the biggest joke of all of this is? The reason why any of this is going on is because the Democrats refused to vote to give money so that ICE could provide better living situations for these people. Yeah, which just sounds counterproductive. Well, the reason they did it is all political because they don't really care about these no, people. they don't. They just they use don't. them as a, po- a they ploy. They use a them as a political tool because yeah. they know if they create a crisis at the border, which they are doing, then they can blame that on Trump. And that's that's what it is. So I wanted to touch on that because that got brought up. It's just disgusting treatment of people who've served this country, people who are better patriots than this Garcia. And I don't know where this guy's from or anyone who would who would verbally attack someone who who's sworn to protect us. These people are disgusting human beings, and I would hope that the, the constituents of this congressman would think twice before voting for this jerk. Oh, gosh, I almost said something bad. This guy again. That's <laughs> yeah, what i got to say. It, it, How this, dare you? This poor Mr. Um, Homan guy, he also got verbally abused by AOC. I, thought, I saw a clip of that the other day. That I'm like idiot. this. I know. I'm like, this poor guy serving our country... Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just sad. Whatever. Anyways, th- that's the world we live in, folks. We live in a world where men can pretend to be women and, and walk around and we got to treat them that way. And apparently they can have babies. And we also live in a world where if you've served your country, if you've protected us, if you've put your life on the line out there in terrible conditions yourself to protect us from bad people coming into this country, then you are a racist and you will be treated like dirt by congressmen, by people who aren't brave enough to go out there and do what you do, by some little pissant who sits behind a desk and and, and just, it's disgusting. It's yeah. disgusting. It disgusting. Is. I'm just, I'm over it. Anyway, so that really angered me and I, I wanted to touch on that before we got off here. Um, anyways, Kelly, do you have anything to add or any, any final thoughts you want to leave the peeps the people, our listeners. No, with. it's just uh, it's an interesting world out there. It's an interesting world out there, guys. It's keeping you on your toes. We live in it. But anyways, thank you for listening to The Right Wing Vegan. That's all we got today, yes, guys. Yes, thank you. Yeah, once again, please like, uh, please subscribe, whatever you do with podcasts. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Funny, download, listen. Yeah, yeah, listen to us, download us, tell your friends about us, um, you know, get people on this train with us. And uh, next week, we're going to talk about Joe Biden. And I'm sure there will be plenty of news for us to, uh, to talk about as well. Um, but uh, once again, thank you for listening. And uh, we will talk to you guys later.